Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A U N. American Underground Network. The primary reason why the individual citizens of a country create a political structure is a subconscious wish or desire to perpetuate their own dependency relationship of childhood. Simply put, they want a human God to eliminate all risk from their life. Pat them on the head, kiss their bruises, Put a chicken on every dinner table, clothe their bodies, tuck them into bed at night, and tell them that everything will be all right when they wake up in the morning. This public demand is incredible, so the human god, the politician, meets incredibility with incredibility by promising the world and delivering nothing. So who is the bigger liar, the public or the godfather? All revolutions have been led by young people. If you just think of the TV images of whether it's Tiananmen Square or whether it's the uh, revolts in Central America or Europe, it's the young people, it's the college people who are more principled and not locked in and they're not embedded with the government. They are the ones who are concerned about the future because the future is theirs. My research has shown at this point that the future laid out for us may be just about impossible to change. I do not agree with the means by which the powerful few have chosen for us to reach the end. I do not agree that the end is where we should end at all. But unless we can wake the people from their sleep, nothing short of civil war will stop the planned outcome. It's the National Collective Consciousness Show with Dee Dee Farrell in Portland, Oregon, Jim Conant Jr. in Cincinnati, Ohio, Steve Harris in Charlotte, North Carolina. Now, live from Evanston, Illinois, your host, Fred Smart. Hey, thanks everyone. Uh, we're going to have an abbreviated open forum tonight, just for the record. Uh, and uh, Dee Dee could not make it. She's got family functions and... Uh, we are here in Chicago, clawing ourselves out of a huge deep freeze polar vortex situation. Right now, it's two degrees above uh, uh, above uh, zero, uh, so at least we're on the positive side. But uh, and and we are also on the eve of Steve, our founder's birthday. Happy birthday, Steve! Tomorrow. Thanks. Oh, a couple more hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I had a nice chat with Dee as I was telling Stephen pre-show, and uh, we're kind of all connected in so many ways, and I've, I've uh, expressed periodically on this show my interest in a love of, of numbers, and uh, it's sort of a synchronicity, the connectedness of things, and observationally, it's simple fifth-grade math, <clears throat> but uh, I was just sharing a few little items. Steve, your birthday, 
uh, in leap in non-leap years is always 191 days from <clears throat> August 11th. That's that key date I keep talking about, the birth of Christ. <clears throat> and 191 is a prime number, which is the highest prime factor of the word God. So 764 is the word God factors to 191 times four. And there it is, your birthday tomorrow. It's 191 days from August 11th. So that's kind of cool. That is very cool. And then uh, later this week, Dee on the 8th. And then I, uh, I my birthday's coming up on Tuesday, uh, the 5th. And uh, yeah, Dee we've got a, a, a lot. Dee 7th. Oh, the 7th. Yeah. I'm sorry. She's the 7th. Right. I, I stand corrected. <clears throat> and she was born in 1948. And she was telling me that uh, Meadow, her daughter, uh, who was born in 71, uh, will be 48, right. and she's now 71. <clears throat> okay, she was born in 48, okay? Right. And Meadow was born in 71, and right. Meadow is now 48, and Dee Dee is now 71. Right. You see how that works? <laughs> That's right. <clears throat> and, and the 48... The, the neat thing about it is, is our birthdays our birthdays are exactly five years apart. So in other words, yours is five years apart from mine. Mine is five years yep. apart from Didi's. Okay, so you're 53, I'm 58, Didi's 48. No, actually, uh, I'm yeah, I, I'm I'm going to be 66. Okay. She's going to be 70, uh, 70, what, one? She'll be 71. She was born in 48. And so you're going to be, uh, uh, what? I'll be 61. 61, yeah. So that's right. So we're exactly, we're, we're exactly five years apart. So going forward from you to me to Didi. So, uh, so 56, uh, excuse me, 61. 66 yep. and 71, so exactly five years. Okay, 61, 66, 71. That's that's cool. Yeah, yeah. They're they're uh, so. Let's see. D 71. I'm 61, and you're 66. Okay. 198. Not bad. <laughs> yeah, and the neat thing is too that we have it archived. But uh, the the big show when Ron Paul was on our our. Uh, our big show where we had 800 callers. Dee Dee, it yeah. was her 60th birthday. And Ron Paul. It was her 60th? That's right. Whoa. He wished her a happy birthday on the air. So we've got that. We've got that archive. So, yeah, that was. Uh, oh, my God. God, Steve, the time, the time flies. Yeah, did you get a chance to listen to one you did, the the show, and Orly was on? Uh, I mean, not Orly. Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, Orly was on. Uh, Henry Nicole and one of his friends, uh, the archive for that show 10 years ago, that was uh, January 15th when uh, uh, we got Melinda Cool on with us too. Uh, hi, Melinda. Good to see you. Uh, but anyway. Hello. That... How are you, my dears? Good. Hello, good. Melinda. But uh, that was. I, I uh, just stepped in because I, I wanted to, first of all, thank you, thank you, thank you for that show, and it is going everywhere. Good. But I had a little glitch, and I'm not sure if anybody else has reported it. When you read the the time period of 120.56 seconds, 
all yeah. of a sudden everything is silent. You do not get any information on the John Bonet case. Yeah, what happened what? is, is uh, yeah, it, she's exactly right. I caught that actually two days ago. I reported the talk shoe, and I will have that actually, I'll have a link up on our website that you can download that, Melinda, and send that. So uh, talk shoe is going to correct that. Yeah, it's, uh, I've already reported that. So that will be corrected, and I'll, I'll let you know by email when it's done. Wonderful, wonderful. And another thing, a blessing happened. Mm-hmm. After, okay. we finished, after we finished the show, really, after we finished the show and we all hung up and said goodnight for the evening, my mm-hmm. phone rang, call came in from Chicago, I'm in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. That individual I had not spoken to since the death of my mother and father, she said to me she went to the police, she told the police that she had been with my parents twice a week for several weeks, six weeks in a row. My father was absolutely immobilized, confined to the wheelchair, could not have possibly gotten up to move around, let alone pin my mother down, and she said his hands were seized shut because of the crippling rheumatoid arthritis. She was contacted, interestingly enough, by the Lyons, Illinois police, you know, Daniel Babbage's police officers? Yeah, yeah. And they were very aggressive with her as to why was she making so many calls to my parents' home on Sunday. She said, it's simple. I was supposed to be there on Sunday. I had an accident on Saturday. I could not be there on Sunday, but I knew it was odd for them not to answer the phone. They were expecting me. So they would yeah. not have me travel so far to an empty house. And she said, so I knew they were going to be home. I knew they were expecting me. They didn't answer the phone. I was fearful something went wrong, and apparently I was right. And they said, well, Walter killed Dorothy and then himself. And she said, you're lying, you're wrong, you're mistaken. That's the Lions, Illinois police who are loyal to Daniel. So then, not trusting the Lions, Illinois police and knowing something was wrong, she contacted the McCook police, who should have not allowed Daniel to have anything whatsoever to do with this case because he's part of the family. He should have had hands off. And so Mm -hmm. when she told that particular investigator, Browder, that I had been with Mr. and Mrs. Babbage, I'd been with them twice a week for the last six weeks, helping getting ready for the upcoming little party my mother was going to have, along with my firstborn sister, Diane, their firstborn sister, Diane, helping, there was absolutely no way that my father could have done this to my mother. Why are they blaming this helpless, defenseless, seriously disabled, crippled individual for something he could not have possibly done? And they just, yesterday, death, we'll take your information, and they hung up on her. So she said, I want you to know I listened to the talk show. I listened to all No, wait, wait a minute. She was listening to the show yes. last week? or. How did you yes. find out we were going to be on? What, what is, did you alert her? Because I put it on my website. Whenever yeah. we do a show, I put it on okay. my website. Oh, got it. Got it. Okay, got it. And so awesome. She, That's great, Melinda. So because, you're, again, again, please, you must know this, because of yes. your show, because of that show, she reached out to me. We hadn't spoken. It's been 12 years, October 22nd. Jeez. 
And the answer came because of your show that they knew my father didn't do it and they continued on the same vein that this crippled man, this man who had his leg removed from his knee on down, crippling RA in both his hands, could not have possibly done this. Why are you blaming him? Why not look at who had a key to the house? So I have to tell you, thank you, thank you, thank you, because... The interesting situation keeps blossoming. Her father, her father, because I wasn't sure who she was. We've been out of touch since the murder of my parents. Her mm-hmm. father is in fact <clears throat> my mother's most beloved brother. There are five brothers, but this is the one who loved my mother very much, was a Chicago police officer, and still fully um, aware of his thoughts and still very capable of exacting vengeance if that's so his desire. He doesn't work that way, but at least to help me push for justice for his own sister, my mother. Wow. Wow. Because of your show, that came about and it took 12 years. So we don't know where this is going to take us, but the one question you did ask... The two questions, mom and dad's address, we now know that there are two houses from the park. That was easy enough, and thank you for looking yep. into that. But the other is, where is Daniel Babbage? She informed me that he is no longer employed on any capacity at the Lyons, Illinois Police Department. Those people covered up for him. The president, which we would call mayor, the president demoted him as soon as he took office from... <clears throat> police chief to the first captain and it took him a while to demote him from first captain to lower captain second captain and eventually he wasn't a captain at all he just kept showing up at work so he eventually was being he was the one answering the telephones that was terrible for anybody who's looking into this they're speaking to the murderer and he took the necessary time to make sure that daniel was removed from the police department but that president of the township, his thoughts were always, if Daniel's going to be arrested, his prayer was, because he and his father knew my parents very, very well for many years, he said, to be honest with you, my prayer is that Daniel is arrested in his uniform. The very thing that he used to keep him safe must be the very thing he's wearing when they Wait a minute, this is the president of of, of the The township. um, He he suspects Daniel your brother of killing your parents. Yes, he and his father. His father is the owner of Getty, G-E-T-T-Y Insurance. And this is a very honorable man. He covered my parents' insurance since we were children for many, many, many years. My mother and father had a very close relationship to the owner of Getty Insurance, Mr. Getty, and his wife and the children. Well, now, his, uh, his child grew up into an adult, that adult became the president of the Lyons, Illinois town, as we would call them mayors, yeah. because it's a different type of township. They call the same individual the president of the township. And when yeah. I contacted him by phone, and I said, young Mr. Getty, I know your father. He knows my parents. He said, yes, mm-hmm. I'm aware of who you are, and I'm aware of what you believe happened to your parents. I'm also aware wow. of who you think did it. And he said, from the very beginning, I will, I will be honest with you. From the very beginning, we felt 
and we couldn't put our finger on why or how. We couldn't put mm-hmm. the puzzle together, but we felt that Daniel Babbage had something to do with what happened to your mother and father. Not for a second did we believe that your father did this to your mother mm-hmm. her three times and then himself shoot himself twice in the abdomen with a full barrel shotgun. He said, I'm a hunter. That's absolutely impossible. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, so now we're all on the same page. What now? And he said, well, what now I can do for you? He will no longer be the police chief. He'll be the captain. And eventually he will no longer be first captain. He'll be second captain. And I will keep, I will keep reducing his power. And at some point, he will no longer be working for us, but wouldn't it be perfect? The very thing he's using to keep himself safe, the badge, the police chief badge, and all of his cronies that are a part of the Illinois Police Chief Association where he was president. That's the secret I didn't know. It took me a long time to find out. As he is was president of the Illinois Police Chiefs Association, he was, in fact, a golden cow. You don't touch the golden cow. That's why mm-hmm. the governors were protecting him, two of them, in Illinois. And that is why my governor here, while I was aggressively going after him and making the information available to everybody and anybody in law enforcement, that is why they were able to get the governor here's cooperation. They would have chosen any gover- governor in the state that I lived in. I lived here, so they chose McGreevy. He was in office at the time. And then we discovered the grievous little secret, and I reached out to some individuals that I know, and I said, we have a, a governor who seems to like to pursue little boys. Two days later, after I made that phone call, McGreevy stepped down. So eventually, when you find this secret, it's all about secrets, of these dirty cops and corrupt politicians, when you find the secret and you let their enemy know the secret, then, in fact, matters are taken care of swiftly. And not in a criminal way, absolutely not, because I don't stoop to that level. But I will let McGreevy's enemies know that this man abuses children. This man abuses his position, but because he was the governor of New Jersey here at the time, nobody's going to touch this golden cow. He's protected. Mm -hmm. That ended with one phone call. The same thing with the two governors of Illinois. When you go to them for help and they don't help you, you have to stand back. And you have to now become aware of the fact that these people may very well be as corrupt as the person you're trying to bring before their very attention. And, in fact, that's exactly what happened. They, thank you God, went to prison for their own criminal activities. So how can I go to these horrible, corrupt criminals and ask them for help to put another criminal behind bars? It's like asking the devil to help me with his children. Point is, um, we are moving forward, and we are moving forward quickly. And the individuals, the three men from Thailand that did the show, I reached out to them about your broadcast. So they took both information from Thailand, and they forwarded it everywhere. And when I say everywhere, I mean everywhere. He said we use every available means of communication, all venues to 
push forward the story about JonBenet and everything that you know now that you've done this other radio show with these fine people and you're familiar with them, we will piggyback theirs to ours and we will send it everywhere. So this means that the district attorney, the new district attorney, should be receiving a lot of phone calls from a lot of people, emails, whatever it's going to take to get him to do his job. What's his job? To investigate all leads. And when you have 22-plus links between John Bonet and Bill Ramsey, that much minimum, why wouldn't he investigate Bill Ramsey? Who, by the way, the most compelling two reasons is when he went there, he went there under the name Bill Ramsey. When he returned from Colorado, he changed his name, his full name, first red flag, painted his car from black to blood red, second red flag, and changed his appearance in every way possible. But not only did he do that, he relocated out of state and changed his identity yet again, his name. He keeps changing his name. And one person who works with Crime Stoppers, he said to me, changing a man's name, first and last and middle, that's the biggest red flag you could tell me. He said, but I feel like you have something else to tell me. Think hard. And if you could give me one closing statement that will convince me to work with you, what would it be? And I prayed on it. I absolutely prayed on it quickly. And I said, dear Lord, I don't know what he's looking for. Please help me. And I heard in the spirit, I don't know no Johnny B. And we all know that story. When Bill Ramsey returned from Colorado. There were multiple witnesses who heard that, correct? The entire adult karate class, absolutely, yes. And, by the way, some of them were police officers in different towns neighboring towns, but they were police officers. So therefore, if they're honorable police officers, they cannot deny the fact of what they heard. Because one of the officers being in law enforcement, Vinny is his name, Vinny worked with the prosecutor's office. Vinny's parents were at the time FBI agents, both of them. So Vinny being offended by an adult male, changing his entire name and his appearance and painting his truck, Vinny had red flags going up. He's affiliated with the Ocean County Prosecutor's Office. So Vinny said to him when he returned and he said, I'm not going to answer to Bill Ramsey from now on. You better call me Larry Roan or I won't answer to you. And so he said, hey, Billy boy, just to upset him. Hey, Billy boy, you related to that little girl that they found dead in the basement in Colorado? The last names are the same. He never used her first name. He didn't say yeah. John Bonet. He didn't say Johnny B. Are you related to that little girl? And Bill Ramsey is acting like a wild maniac looking for a way to get out of a room, and then he shouted out, I don't know no Johnny B. That was the name Mommy and Daddy used for their child within the privacy of their home. That's a term of endearment. I have names I use in my own home for my children that I do not call them outside our home. And how did he know that? When I said that, Mr. Tom Sumner of the Tom Sumner Show in Michigan, who's also affiliated with the Crime Stoppers in Michigan, he said Mm -hmm. to me, you've got my attention. That was what I was looking for. How did he know that name, Johnny B., a term of endearment, unless he's been in that house on a regular basis? Yeah. 
unless he has a relationship with someone in that house, not just the child as the secret Santa. He was triggered. He was triggered, and he was not expecting to say that. Hey, uh, Melinda, Jim Palmasano, it looks like, has joined us. Jim, welcome to the show. We're open for him. Hope you're doing okay. Absolutely. Welcome. Yep. Bye, y'all. Hi. Needless to say, thank you so very much. Thank you, thank you. Things are moving. I pray. I'm praying that your listeners reach out to the new district attorney. If he receives requests from all different places around the globe, you have you have a broad listening audience. The people from The Strange Life, those three men, they're global. If we can get the audience to communicate with the district attorney, the newly chosen district attorney, and they have a new homicide unit, cold case unit. John Bonet's case is one of them. If they are hammered, with why are you not investigating Bill Ramsey? You cannot pick and choose your leads. You must investigate all leads. And I'll tell you who is the one expert that can help clear all of this up once they do investigate him and they have his left palm print because that was left on the door jam up on high on the left side where the child was found in the wine cellar. Somebody left a small man's palm print. And they don't mm-hmm. know who it belonged to. But on top of that, the DNA was left in three different places. Dr. Henry Lee is the top forensic criminologist. He's in charge of the school in Connecticut. And that's all they do. They solve crimes. He teaches others to be as good as he is. And he offered, this boggles my mind, he offered to retest all the evidence at his own expense, in his own lab, where he trusts everyone, and he knows things are not going to disappear or be mm-hmm. misstated. He said, I will gift you my services, my lab, the police in Connecticut will help keep everything secure, chain of evidence. Well, Melinda, you still don't have a DNA sample of, of, Larry, of Bill Ramsey, right? Well, actually, we don't know that for sure, and I'll tell you why. Remember the wood carving that there's a picture of it on my Facebook page, Facebook Melinda Kula? Okay, there's wood carving. It's a Native American Indian. Bill Ramsey did that carving. And I had been told by someone who's an expert that there is no way that you could do that type of wood carving. It's massive. It cost about $700 for me to get my hands on it. There is a very good chance that his sweat and his blood, his skin cells, have to be a part of that carving. Granted, the store owner handled it. Bill Ramsey handled it. I -hmm. handled get it out of the store, and I then wrapped it. One other Mm -hmm. person handled it. So with the new MVAC that is very popular now amongst the homicide units around the world, the MVAC is simply a vacuum cleaner, but it gets every single minute particle for evaluation. Dr. Henry Lee has the lab to do that. I have the, the item that they can do it on. We can do that. However, I've been warned, I can't tell you how many times, do not give that carving to the Boulder authorities or anybody in Colorado. And by the way, the warning came from people in Colorado. In high they will destroy it. They will destroy it. Oh, yeah, it'll never make it there. It will disappear. Yeah. 
So uh, the thing that the thing we need to do is simply ask them to do their job. Because we have Bill Ramsey's photograph from his mm -hmm. commercial driver's license from North Carolina, it's maybe two years old. That's that's new enough. It shows his changing in his appearance, not very much, but enough because he aged since the original crime. We had his police mug shop from right here, Ocean County, New Jersey. You take that alongside it. I put, if you look on my website, I just, I just take, took care of this. You have John Ramsey. So you can actually look to see if there is a father-son appearance because my own son and his father, there's no doubt who is father of this child. They look very much mm -hmm. alike, and as they grow, as Franklin is growing up to a man, they look more and more every day alike. That's the same thing I expect people to be able to see when they're looking at John Ramsey. So we thought to put a picture in between the picture of 12 years ago, I'm sorry, 20 years ago, and a most current picture from his commercial driver's license from North Carolina, that's two years ago. So he's aged 20 years. Hasn't changed much other than a little extra gray and thinning of the hair. But if you look at John Ramsey, especially John Ramsey's wedding picture when the Globe printed it to kind of appease him, and this is the time when he married Patty. And when you look at that picture and you look at Bill Ramsey's first picture, there is no doubt in your mind that there is a father-son relationship there. There's no doubt. All we have to do is get the authorities to, with these pictures, it's not like they're, they're, they're spinning yeah. in the wind, they're chasing a man that they don't know what he looks like. We have photographs, and they're government-generated documents. Melinda, uh, we have another person. Uh, I don't know. It, it, Dave hey. Delk, are you welcome to the call, Dave? We're just to open forum night. And uh, Jim Palmasana, are you still there? Yeah. In fact, I um, I came in just a little bit late. And uh, Melinda, I'm um, I'm not familiar with you. What What is your last name? K U L A Kula. I'm Polish. Okay. Um, are you familiar? with the work that uh, Field McConnell and David Hawkins have done on the John Benet Ramsey case? No, but I'm listening. Uh, are you, are you from, have you heard of Able Danger? No. Okay. Um, it's Able, A-B-E-L, Able Danger. Yes. And they've done um, several, um, you can even see it on YouTube uh, where, where they've uh, tried to, to uh, recreate the crime scene. All right. Uh, but uh, I'm looking at it right now, Able Danger, uh, September 1, 20, 2014, Torture, Rape, and Murder of John Bonet. Um, I just, it, it just, that's the first thing that popped into my head was, have you, have you, heard any of this or, or talked to either of them and um, I, I don't know if it will help or not or but uh, it would be interesting to find out if they're on the right right path absolutely as a matter of fact I will communicate with them but if you're interested in finding out everything we know you are with the very very right team at this moment because they have in their archives 
American Underground Network, everything that I know on the last several shows, and I just give them additional information. So that will be helpful, but also to my website, johnbenaystruecasehistory.net. The whole story is there. On my Facebook page, Facebook Melinda Kula, M-L-I-N-D-A-K-U-L-A, that's, that has his picture, what he looks like. And everything that we've uncovered, and I say we, I do mean American Underground Network, and I do mean The Strange Life and everyone that has helped around the globe put this together and make it smooth so it's understandable, and there's a flow to it. It cooperates with Detective Lou Smith's findings. Someone was in that house. Someone came down that window. Someone was using the suitcase either to remove the child or stand on it to get back out. In any case, all the information we have, someone was able to bring it to the jury during the grand jury because their indictment included the children being put in harm's way by being allowed by the parents to be near a very dangerous person. Separate indictments, one for Patty, one for John, for the very same reason. That person is Bill Ramsey. They just couldn't put a name to him. The Secret Santa is what we call him. So I wasn't, so wasn't, wasn't, wasn't John Bonet's father's name John Ramsey? Yes. Okay. But we're talking about a different person. We're speaking about Bill Ramsey. When I met him, I was introduced to this Charles Manson lookalike, and this man is the size of Charles Manson, the build of Charles Manson, and an eeriness about him that you couldn't shake. Even after you walked away from the room he was in, you still felt like you needed to go take a shower. It's the best way to describe it. I was told this man's name is William Ramsey. He likes to be called Bill. That Christmas, everyone went for vacation during the time she was murdered. And when they returned, he returned and he changed his full name. He changed his appearance. When he left for New Jersey, he had a full beard, a full mustache, and his hair looked like a mop on top of his head. It was everywhere. When he returned, he shaved off his entire beard, his mustache, all his facial hair, changed his appearance that way, which is very drastic, and he pulled his hair in such a tight ponytail from a distance, you would think he was bald, and he continued to wear it that way. But more telling, he changed his name to Larry Rohn, R-O-H-N. And after my hounding the authorities, the last two governors, the last three police chiefs, the last multiple DAs in Colorado, after doing all of that, he decided to get out of New Jersey. He disappeared in North Carolina. He took that Ford Ranger pickup truck. And before he left, and when he'd returned from Colorado, he painted it a blood red. So that tells me one thing. He bought that truck. He drove that truck of his to Colorado. Somebody may have seen it, which is the only reason he would have changed the color when he returned to a blood red. There would be no other reason. It was not in an accident. It did not have dents and dings. He took very good care of it. But when he returned, changed his appearance, changed his name, changed the color of his truck. What does that tell you? This man is on the run. 
when he went to Cal- to North Carolina, I received a phone call from his employer, David. David said, you don't know me, but I believe I have your Bill Ramsey. And how it came to light that he should start investigating his, employ- his employer, employee, employee, he said, I didn't like some of the filth that was coming out of his mouth toward the people. They were in construction. They built cabinets. So we're in different people's homes. And when little children would pass by this worker, Bill Ramsey, using the name Larry Roan, filth that came out of his mouth, even David had to say to him, you need to be quiet. I don't want to lose this job because of your mouth. That is no way to talk about children. The absolute vulgar filth. And the same thing with what women, but his comments were more directed to the children. And he said, by the way, that black Ford Ranger truck that you talk about on your website, he painted it red. He has it camouflaged under a weeping willow tree, and he has a tarp over it. And someone gifted him a green F-150 truck. Well, one of his best friends drove, while he was still here in New Jersey, a green F-150 truck. Do you see how all the pieces are coming together? But the authority who has had this information within, let's say, the first six weeks of the investigation, can you imagine the trouble they will be in when I can prove they had this information all along because I made them hey, Melinda, we, somebody's got a question on the line here. Uh, Absolutely. Dave, uh, or Jim, uh, not, not Jim, but so, does somebody have a question? Uh, just star six your phone. Well. I do. Yeah, go ahead. I don't. I, I really don't have a question. But uh, Melinda, are you are you on the uh, on a computer right now? Uh, no, I'm on the landline. Okay. Do you have something to write with? Yes, of course. Yes. I would just do a simple Google search: Field McConnell, M C C O N N E L L, and David Hawkins. John Benet Ramsey. Just do that search. Yes. You're going to come up with a ton of stuff. I would, uh, I would recommend that you would contact them. And Jim, Jim, while you're on that, please give us a quick update on Ed Crosby that you're aware. Yes. Of. I, I, you know, I have not heard from Ed at all. I'm sorry, Fred. I, I've been, okay. I've been really busy. I haven't heard from from him at all. Okay. Because I, I tried to get a hold of him, oh, a couple of weeks ago. I called a few times. He didn't pick up, and I left messages and have not heard back. So I, I hope he's okay. Well, well, that was my two cents uh, for you, Melinda. Okay. And, uh, and uh, Fred, I'm, I'll, I'll get off here and see if I can get a hold of Ed. Well, not not for tonight. Not no, for no, tonight. no. You just, 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 just say hello to Ed if you – I'm going to keep okay. trying to call him, and uh, okay. and I also, oh gosh, everyone, it's been since early November that we got the news about Bob Schultz's triple bypass, and every week for the last three weeks, I think of calling him. I, I just, I, I I have nightmares of 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 him not picking up the phone, uh, you know, I so. The, well, the, you the, know, the last he just it was a, a very very weak the last time I talked to him guys. Yeah, I, well, have, I have a lot of. I just well, don't want to add any stress. 
I will yep. say this one thing about Bob's idea. You remember the, um, I don't know what he, I can't remember what he called them, the Liberty Centers or whatever, yeah. where we, yep. needed, we needed to have a, a independent um, arm of uh, supported by the people to watch every government, uh, yep. whether from local to, to federal. Uh, boy, is that idea needed right now. Yep. Yep. We're not. We're not. We are. We are being bombarded with BS, and nobody knows exactly what's going on. They've got absolute control of the media. So, um, I mean, I'm. I'm really finding myself just totally clueless. I. I don't know that any information I'm getting is good anymore. And they're deplatforming so many people. Uh, it, yeah. They're. They're messing up with the search results. It's. It's really getting. Really anyway, crazy. But back to you, Melinda, and thanks for letting me interrupt. Oh, no, no, no. I, I said what I needed to say to update everyone, so I thank you for that. But I am very interested to hear about, first of all, our sick friend. I think we need to pray for him. Oh, yeah. Bob Schultz had a triple bypass operation in early November, uh, and I, I just uh, – I hope and pray he's he's recovering. As of like a month ago, I, when I spoke to Judith Whitmore, we had a show with her on. She's been staying very close in contact with Bob, and I think it was before Christmas we had that show, um, praying for everyone at the end of the year, sort of a retrospective show, and, and we all prayed for Bob's health. And she said he was he was recovering, but I, I physically, I personally have not, had that conversation with Bob yet, and I, I've been meaning to. Oh, gosh, it just... I, I don't like to think of Bob leaving this world, is what I mean. And I just... It, the, the fear of him not being with us. Uh, you know, the vibrant Bob Schultz that we all know, I just... You know, it, it's hard. Yeah, if you go... Uh, I can understand if, that. If you go the history of our, our show... Uh, and conference call for the past 12 years, he is by far our most frequented guest that we've ever had. And basically since probably the first weeks. And uh, because uh, yeah. he was very, very instrumental with uh, Ron Paul when Ron Paul announced his candidacy. And also, Melinda, just a footnote, Jim Pompizano from uh, uh, Missouri has also been with us since day one, too. So he's no newbie. <laughs> Jim P is very much he is very much America Underground Network. So uh, I just wanted to, to say that for Jim Jim Palmasano. Thank you so much. Happy to hear that. May I suggest check, someone? Check, check out those, oh yeah, absolutely, Melinda. Just uh, if you have any guests you'd like to recommend. Well, right now I'm thinking of our friend Bob Schultz, and I'm wondering, is it possible for someone to go there and do a wellness check to give Fred peace? And all of us. Well, if you know of anyone, he lives near Albany, New York, about a 45-minute drive north of Albany. So if you know of anyone in upstate New York who uh, travels, whether they live around you, Melinda, maybe they would go up there uh, through family, friends, or something like that. But it, it's two and a half hours north of downtown New York City. Uh, Albany is uh, is the first; it's the state capital. 
He lives about 35 to 45 minutes north of Albany. Okay, I'm writing that down. Yep. I'll ask my husband, but in the meantime, Holy Father, we are worried for our dear friend, Mr. Bob Schultz, and we are asking you to cover him with a blanket of healing and protection while he's in the healing process and let there be help readily available for him as quickly as he needs it, help that will continue his journey wholeness. In your holy name, Father, thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Melinda. And, um, well, Jim, let's pray for Ed Crosby as well. Hope he's okay. Uh, anybody out there uh, uh, that we could pray for, please feel free. Just drop drop a name. Uh, uh, there are people here in polar vortex, upper Midwest, that are, are suffering from this tremendously cold weather we've been having. Uh, and uh, hopefully it, another day or so we'll, it'll be behind us. But... Uh, uh, there are a lot of homeless people here in Chicago who, who uh, needed a lot of help. And, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of good Samaritans that are out there that were on the news over the last couple of days helping the homeless. They're sleeping in these tents around Chicago uh, under the viaducts and things like that. So, mm. uh, anyway. Yeah, it's, uh, what? Pretty two, brutal. Pretty two, brutal. Two degrees there now, right, Fred? Yep, it's uh, two degrees right now. Wow. As we speak. Yep. And that's actually and that's pretty warm compared to uh, compared to yesterday. Yeah. Negative below. 21 yeah. when I woke up. When negative 21 without the wind chill when I woke up. Yeah. Wow. Man, that's cold. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Really cold. Well, but, maybe, uh, we can, maybe we can hear something from uh, from uh, Ed Crosby too. That'd be nice. Uh, um, Dr. Sam's on, too. We hadn't heard from him in quite a while. Dr. Dr. Sam, chime in here because we're going to wrap it up by the top of the hour, Dr. Sam. What's new with you, buddy? How's it in Pennsylvania? Dr. Sam, unmute your phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's going on in the world? How you doing? What are we doing, well, what are we doing? We, down haven't in you, we, we haven't heard your voice in a long time, Dr. Sam. Yeah, I've been listening. What are we doing down in Venezuela? <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to That's steal the oil and the gold. <laughs> trying to take over Sitgo. Oh, by the way, uh, if, if somebody could research this, uh, uh, I was talking to Al uh, over the last week, and he's got documented evidence through a third party that the contract the government of the United States has with the Federal Reserve has officially expired. It's over. There's no renewal of the Federal Reserve contract. And uh, this news has not broken yet, but behind the scenes, there's something being done uh to change some of the aspects of our financial system to where the Treasury of the United States directly is controlling the Federal Reserve and it will be absorbed within the Treasury. And if anyone has information about that or links or an article or some research or maybe 4chan boards or something like that online, please let us know or let me know. Uh, Al said he would at some point share the facts with me, but I, I 
personally. I, I don't have uh, – I, I haven't run across that. You think the well, Reptiles will heard, let that happen? I've heard that. I have heard that, Fred. I've heard that. Okay. Hey, but but do you think the Rothschilds will let that happen? Uh, uh, I think they're backpedaling right now. Yeah, Fred. I just I'll just send you that link. Information out there, Sam. Is because I, just, I heard I I heard a week or so ago that uh, the Rothschilds just. Uh, Sold their last uh, holdings in Austria. It was a it was a city or a town in Austria, and I just heard that a week or two ago. And by the yeah, way, yeah. by the way, Fred, uh, Ed Crosby just called me. Yeah, he's alive and well. So okay, so, you know, oh good, he's good. He's gonna call me. He's gonna call me tomorrow. Okay, yeah. good. Invite him to come on any Thursday, Jim. I'm going to, in like two weeks or three weeks, okay? Okay. If he wants to come on two weeks from tonight, feel free, okay? We'll, get, we'll do. All right. Uh, okay. So the Federal Reserve Act going to expire? No. Uh, originally chartered. Badneck 27. Congress rechartered the Federal Reserve Banks. Into perpetuity? And there's currently no expiration date? What? <laughs> Isn't that something? Steve just shared this with me. The Federal Reserve Act <laughs> has been rechartered into perpetuity. <laughs> well, that's, that that's their thing, Fred. There's always alternatives to that. That's the first thing I found, but I'm sure there's more current. Yeah. But... Uh, Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think they put that. <laughs> the McFadden Act of nineteen twenty seven. In the McFadden Act of nineteen twenty seven. Well God bless Mr. McFadden. <laughs> yeah. Recharted the Federal Reserve into perpetuity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they killed McFadden. Yeah, they did. You're right. I know. Uh, you know, that's one of the reasons JFK got killed. He came out with the U.S. notes in 1963. He issued U.S. notes by the government instead of the Federal Reserve notes. I don't know if you ever saw that. You know, U.S. notes issued by the government, interest-free. Federal Reserve yep. notes is issued by the Federal Reserve with uh, interest. Interest, yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, they got, you know, they got I, a real I, scam going. I think that was a part of it, but um, if you remember the uh, speech that JFK gave to the media yep. about secret societies. Yeah, that was a good one. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's the one that got him killed because he exposed the, he exposed the deep state. Yeah, but another reason he got killed was uh, he was going to keep Israel from getting the atomic bomb. Oh yeah, there's multiple reasons. Yeah, sure. and he and he was going to get the get rid of the CIA and get us out of Vietnam. Well, that, that's also what yep. got James Forrestal killed because he was not a big supporter of uh, Israel being made a state either. So that's why they imprisoned in a hospital James Forrestal and then put a noose around his neck and threw him out the window. 
Yeah. Oh, come on, Steve. He jumped. He committed suicide. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's Jim. Where is that Jim? That's me. Yep. Hey, speaking of uh, Jim, Jim Condit, uh, I, I sent the email around, uh, and it's in the newsletter. Uh, Steve posted it in the newsletter. Great YouTube video with yes, Jim Condit being interviewed. Excellent. Uh, by uh, what's that guy's name? The, the author, uh, columnist, and 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 author. Gosh. Uh, yeah, I've got to get the newsletter, Fred. Uh, yep. Excellent. Well, I was listening. To, I was I was listening to that Malachi Martin. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. Know, yeah, that, that's the one. That's the one. That's, that's the one. one. That was weird. Um, uh, where where was Sean Hannity at that time? On some local radio show? That was a long time ago. Yep. Nineteen ninety eight. Yep. Yeah, that he starts it, but uh, to get to Jim Conant's interview, you got to go forward an, an hour and so. I think that whole recording. Yeah, hour and twenty six minutes. Hour and twenty six minutes. Yeah, is what you need to go to. I mean, Sean. I mean, that that whole YouTube video is a it's a massive file that contains a lot of a lot of uh, documentation. But Jim Condit's interview is beginning right. at the hour and twenty six minute mark. Right. Yeah. That thing's four hours long. Yeah, yeah. He, he probably he probably should he probably should he should uh, he should copy that and then and just cut that part out and then put a reference yeah. in there. I don't the, know how you do that. Cut that out. Maybe you can do that. Can you cut it out, Steve? Sure, you can. Yeah, you can. But the only thing is, when you do it, Fred, you need to put a link below showing the complete thing and just put that this is just cropped out and uh, give reference. As long as you give reference to the yeah. office, let them know that you're highlighting something out there, then it's not a problem. Okay, got it. But yeah, that's yeah, what uh, you do because a lot of people will start listening to that and they just won't do it. But uh, uh, yeah, he, he did a good job, as, as always. And uh, he, he sent me a thank yeah. you note. I copied you back in, Fred. He sent a thank you note for, for putting it in the news. Yeah, no, he did. Yeah. He did. I'm, I'm, and I'm glad I'm glad he uh, he, he saw it. But uh, I, I was really I was blown away by that interview. I mean, oh, I think yeah. it was way back 2004, five or something like that. Oh yeah, he's you been. Know, a, Jim, he, he sounds exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, Jim and I. We, he and I are the same age, and uh, I consider him a, a friend, a really good friend. So, uh, uh, Jim, he's been he's been a uh, you know I, I'm really. Really disappointed he never made it in the uh, as a congressman. He should have. He'd been a he'd been a great representative uh, of Ohio, but uh, uh, he should have got in. Good fellow. Yeah. Well, they wouldn't. They, they will never let a guy like Jim in there. You know that. <laughs> Not. No, but he he would have been good representative. So. Uh, but uh, yeah, he he's got a radio show and uh, he's still very much part of this. Network, and uh, that's why he still announces one of the uh, people because he's done so much work here. So yeah, Jim Connors, good fellow. Hey Sam, how's the weather with you, Sam? Uh, freezing, cold, below zero. <laughs> yeah, it's below been cold. Right now too. 
Really? It's been cold the last two days. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got, got but it's going to warm up. It's going to warm up now to the 40s and 50s. Okay. So, yeah. so, so Bethel, Bethel Park, PA is around uh, five below. Is that where Jim? Uh, is that where Sam lives? Bethel Park? No, that's where I, I know somebody lives there. I was just going to say it's probably below zero there too. <laughs> that's near Pittsburgh. Jeez, yeah, okay. it's cold. Yeah. Miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Chicago's real bad though, huh? Yeah. Well, we're getting snow now. We're getting snow now too, but it's it's really cold. Oh boy. Breeze and getting snow. Holy God. Man. Oh that's thank thank God we have global warming. Just in time to be cold. We <laughs> have global warming. Yeah, and I'm just I thought that was pretty funny when uh, Trump tweeted out that, you know, we sure could use a little global warming right now. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, it is. It was a good one. <laughs> yep. And why did, why did, who told Trump to appoint Bolton, Pompeo, and now he's got appointing that Elliot Abramson or what the hell ever his name is. Who told him to appoint those people? Yeah, I'm sure he never knew that before he came into office. No. There's a lot of things he can't do, you know, Sam. It's, uh, yeah, I know. He'll get JFK. I sh- oh, 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 speaking of JFK, did someone hear that there was a guy who attempted to kill Trump inside the White House this week? No, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know who... Uh, 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 Steve, did you tell me that, or who was who was it who told me that? Wasn't was me. that you, Steve? No, no, it was not me. Oh, God, it was a, a really reliable source, and... Uh, uh, or maybe it was Al. Al was telling me about that. Yeah. But Al, Al said, you know, there's crazy stuff happening. <laughs> it's just. So I said, man. And and it will never, it will never hit the media, but uh, there's someone. No, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't think he'll reach, he'll fill, he'll, he'll fill out his term, really. You don't think I so, think he, Sam? No, I think he's going to get impeached, resign, or get a, get assassinated. All right, guys. Hey, well, uh, you don't mess around with the deep state. You yeah. know the deep state. Oh, Nancy Pelosi. Every time I see her, I get sick. I want to throw up. She's pure evil. Well, you know Pelosi comes from uh, mafia ties. Do you guys know that? Yeah. Organized crime. Her father was part of an organized crime network. Yeah, her husband's a multi multi millionaire. Very wealthy. And, and she has a wall around her house. Yeah. I did hear 
on, I can't remember where, but here in the last week or so, uh, somebody brought up there was uh, there was legislation pending on on I, and I'm not and I'm not sure what it was that uh, Pelosi um, intentionally held back the legislation so that her and her husband could invest in this cut in this company. And uh, once they had their investment made, then she let the legislation go through, and she turned like a hundred thousand dollars into like four million dollars overnight. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, we need to see we need to see her tax returns, her and her husband's tax returns, for over the last ten years, and just see how because we're. You know, there's got to be records of how these people have made all this money. Yeah. You know, there was a thread on Facebook. Some bozos that I grew up with were arguing over some deal, and I said, and it was over the the Clinton Foundation and the Trump Foundation, and they were attacking Trump. And I said, well, really, I guess the question is because somebody stated they said, well, you know what, Barack Obama. He uh, donated $1.1 million to such-and-such charities over the eight years that he was in office. And I said, well, here's the question. How does a community organizer who had a short stint in the Senate come up with $1.1 million to be able to give away? Well, that stumped everybody. I'm like, you guys aren't even thinking. They they hadn't even considered it. It what didn't it didn't even pass their mind because they don't know. So I told them all to enjoy their servitude. Anyway, I hope I hope this Melinda contacts uh, Bill McConnell and David Hawkins. Yeah, she's still on, Jim. Yeah, I hope she. I hope she looks into it. Jim, I'll be working on that tomorrow. Excellent. Go for so, it. So, you know, I, I'm smart enough to know if somebody gives me a lead, I jump on it because we need to learn as much as we can about the information that has been gathered by other individuals and pull it all together. Well, I don't know all the particulars of it, but I do remember that that. Uh, uh, John Bonet's father mm-hmm. um, was paid uh, an amount of money as a bonus, and, uh, and and it was the exact same amount of money that I and I can't remember what it was, but uh, it was one hundred eighteen thousand dollars. Yes, yes, one hundred eighteen thousand dollars. But he didn't get it paid. Didn't get paid it until all this was done, all of it was done. So Daddy was implicated. Oh, absolutely. As a matter of fact, you brought up a very good point, dear. Bill Ramsey, while out here in New Jersey, before she was murdered, the little child, John Bonet, before he even headed out to Colorado to enjoy vacation with his father, as he does every Christmas Eve. 
for two reasons. To be with his father for a short period of time for the sole purpose of collecting that year's inheritance. And prior to his leaving here in New Jersey, Ocean County, New Jersey, Bill Ramsey told everybody, he was in such a good mood, which is very rare for him and his two friends. The Wolf Pack is what we call them. Everybody wondered why he was so happy. And he said that he was going to visit his father in Boulder, Colorado, to retrieve that year's inheritance of $118,000. He added that he's going to take a portion of that $118,000 to pay for the delinquent tuition his and his two friends, Ed and Terry. Where you saw one, you always saw the other two. They were what we called a wolf pack. In the ransom note, it talks about my two friends. It talks about the $118,000. That was an amount, a specific amount, Bill Ramsey mentioned before he ever left New Jersey, before that child was ever murdered. When he went there and he returned after the Christmas New Year holiday, two things happened. John Bonet was found slaughtered in the basement. She was tortured and abused in so many ways. But when he returned, he did not have the money, the $118,000, and he was absolutely out of control with anger. He also was embarrassed because he could not pay the tuition for himself and his two friends. So on top of being angry, I don't have the money, I was expecting it, I've returned without it, and then all these changes, his appearance, his name, painting the truck, but he also couldn't pay the tuition for himself and his two friends. On top of knowing the little girl's name, the term of endearment that was used by mother and father within the privacy of their own home. That's just the tip of the iceberg as to all the things that point to this one man, and yet the Boulder Authority will not touch him with a 10-foot pole. John Ramsey himself reached out to me one time in an email, and he reached out to one other person that I'm very familiar with, and his email was very short. Do you know where Bill Ramsey is now? And I said, yes, North Carolina. And he did not communicate beyond that point. I did receive a visit while I was in the one and only grocery store in the earlier years of this particular tragedy from a Colorado Springs detective. He found me in Lacey Township, Forked River, New Jersey, where I live. We only had at that time one grocery store. They had not yet built Walmart. So here he is in ShopRite. It's easy to find my car. My website is on the back of it. Her picture is on the back of it. So you can't miss my vehicle. In the meantime, this detective approached myself and my daughter, and he said, listen, are you Melinda Kula? And I said, yes, I am. He said, will you step outside? I said, since my daughter's with me, I'll step in the foyer of the grocery store, but not outside. And then we went in the foyer, and he said, I have a message for you, but I do not want to talk to you in front of all these ears that are coming and going, and they're all around you, as you would expect in a grocery store. So we went in the hallway, in the foyer. In the meantime, I'm scolding him because he's parking at the ramp that's available for the elders. That gave me an opportunity to see that that was his car, and it has North Carolina plates. And the bracket around it, 
that secures the plates also said North Carolina, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, uh, Colorado Springs. So in the meantime, after scolding him about parking where he did, then he said to me, listen, the individual authority figures in Boulder, Colorado, and in the general area know that you're telling the truth. They know it's Bill Ramsey, but they will not let you be the one to solve the case because you're nothing but a mom. You have no police training. You're not an attorney. You're, you're nothing. You're nothing. He kept saying that. And I said, can I have your mother's phone number? He said, why? And I said, I want to tell your mother what you think about moms. And he said, no, 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 you don't understand. I'm not saying that. They are saying it. And I said, so what are you doing here? He said, I wanted to come and give you that message. He told me a few other things. And he said, and now I'm going to look for Bill Ramsey. I have his mugshot that you sent us. And I said, listen, if you, look, you go by yourself, you will end up dead. He's very trained in multiple self-defense tactical training schools throughout the area as to how to protect himself. This is a man that will cut your throat and not think twice about it. Do not go looking for him by yourself. He's a very cunning survivalist. And that was the last I heard from that individual. He was determined to find Bill Ramsey. I'm very much afraid he did find Bill Ramsey. If I were you, I'd be getting a hold of uh, David Hawkins. <laughs> I will reach out to them. I'll Google, as you had suggested, for contact information. Um, I would love to talk to them and hear what they know. Uh, I do know <coughs> this. This is my feelings. Subic Bay Training Center, SBTC, which is the closing of the two-and-a-half-page ransom note. Bill Ramsey talked about when he was a little boy he was at Subic Bay Training Center in the outskirts of it. And he was playing in holes, huge massive holes in the ground where the land had been destroyed, where we used it for bomb examples and that sort of thing. In the meantime, his mother told him that this man is your father. Go follow him and get what you deserve. So his information as to who is his father came from his mother. She was one of the ladies of the evening. She stayed there. She remained there. That was, unfortunately, the lifestyle of the women that were stuck at Subic Bay and the neighboring area and couldn't get away from it. So he grew up to be a very, very angry young man. And by talking to him and trying to get to know him, the first short visits we had before all the red flags were up, he will tell you, I hate women. I hate children. Why does he hate women? I am sure that it was part of his growing up to see what his mother had to do in order to put food on the table and a roof over their head. I am sure of that. But children, his own exact words were, my siblings received all of the financial advantages all the best schools and the best clothing and look at the one who's on stage all the time while well, I got nothing but an annual inheritance every Christmas Eve. That's where the $118,000 came in. And it's such an odd amount that the instructor said you used the word inheritance for the school, the karate school. Did someone die? And if so, I'm so sorry. My sincere condolences. He said, no, nobody died. I see my father every Christmas Eve, Christmas New Year holiday, to receive my annual inheritance, one lump sum that usually sustains me for one whole year. And then I'll see him the next Christmas New Year Eve. 
what I have to say at this particular moment in time, let us not forget, Elizabeth Ramsey, from the prior marriage, died in Illinois, in Cook County, Illinois, from an automobile accident where there were no witnesses. And her records were closed by the Boulder Authority. They literally went to Illinois and they closed her records. And do you know when she died? During the Christmas New Year holiday, a few years earlier than her sister. I don't believe in coincidences. Bill Ramsey likes to run people off the road to kill them. He plays a game called Chicken. He and I have had that encounter several times. There are police reports to verify it. He'll just get right in front of you and force you off the road in hopes that you your car rolls off a bridge or something. That's what almost happened to me the second time. The first time my two children were in the front seat with me in the middle seat, and he tried ramming us. That's his game, the game called Chicken. And there's no doubt in my mind that's really what happened to Elizabeth. Maybe during that Christmas New Year holiday, when Elizabeth died in an automobile accident, not involving any other vehicles, not involving any witnesses, and yet she's dead, what happened? Why was it during the Christmas New Year holiday? Is it possible that that's another time when John said, no, you're old enough, make your own money, find your own way? He was in his early 30s or late, late, late 20s, 29, 30, 31, somewhere in that age bracket when I met him. And between when John himself, John Ramsey, the father, was stationed at Subic Bay Training Center, John was in, he was 20, 21, somewhere around there, maybe 21 and a half. That's when he was there. And uh, the military wife, who's in serious trouble, meth lab next door, she said to me, my husband, who's still in the military, is the coordinator. He works for the Navy, but he coordinates all the correspondences from all the other Air Force, Marine, and that sort of thing. He said, I was at Subic Bay Training Center when it was called Big Bay Training Center. And the ladies throw themselves at you at you because they're looking for money. They're, they're going to earn it the hard way. And they're looking to find someone to latch on to, to marry them, take care of them, and give them away off the island. But he said, what hey, you're saying... Do you mind, Melinda, do you mind uh, if I ask, because I wasn't there at the beginning... Um, what is your um, connection with JonBenet Ramsey? What, what's in that case? What's 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 your connection? Mine is with Bill Ramsey. Mine okay. is actually Bill because I met this horrible man. This horrible man attended the first school he was at. And you're but you're talking you're talking about the father of JonBenet, not John Ramsey. His illegitimate son. That's Bill oh, Ramsey. Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. Now, and, and everyone, you have. Because here's okay. here's what I would do because there, we can't solve nothing on this show. But I would. De- Field McConnell puts out his email address and his telephone number. Okay. He puts it out there, so it'll be easy for you to find. And I would definitely call him. Him and David Hawkins have had a little uh, split here it, lately, but I'm sure they'll, they'll still share information. That's mm-hmm. where I would go with this information that you're talking about. And it's easy For because sure. 
now recorded. It's, it's so easy. It's now recorded. They can listen. So that's a great well, idea. And I absolutely do that. They've, they've done, uh, I don't know, countless um, uh, videos and audios into the John JonBenet Ramsey case. In fact, Phil McConnell even implicates his own sister, uh, Christine Marcy, in it. So... It's a curious situation that the authority in Boulder, Colorado and the neighboring towns, you cannot send anything to them with my return address. I was warned by one very powerful individual. He wanted a package of everything, and he wanted to hand deliver it to Detective Lou Smith. He did not want me to send it to Detective Lou Smith because he said he'll never get it that the mail is being watched, especially anything from you, Melinda Kula. So I want you, and he told me everything I needed to do to send the package to this individual. He said there is no name to be on it. I want you to go outside New Jersey and have it mailed from New York, Pennsylvania, anywhere but New Jersey. The fact that something's coming from New Jersey is already going to be red flagged. If it has your return address, it is going to be stolen. It will never reach Nation, do you see? Yeah. So there's a lot of people in Colorado. Well, you're you're talking about a lot of, of specific information that I don't think it, most people on the on the call really are aware of. I would recommend that you call, you get a hold of Phil McConnell at least. Yes, I will do that. I promise, and I thank you for that information. I absolutely will. Okay. And that was Abel, A-B-E-L, Danger? AbelDanger.org. Okay. .org. Thank you so much. I will do that. Thank you kindly. Huh. Okay, Fred Fred had to uh, bow out. He's, uh, he's heading in because it's like two degrees. He just sent me a picture of what it looks like where he was. And so uh, he gave his good nights. And uh, with that, I'm probably going to... Uh, Go ahead and close this one out tonight. Jim, good to see you on there, bud. Melinda, thanks for coming back in. Yeah. And uh, we will catch everybody next week. Fred probably got a guest on for us out of Washington State, unless we get uh, Ed Crosby in. So uh, everybody try to stay warm. Hopefully some warmer weather is coming next week. At least it, here's, it is here in Charlotte. We're going to be up 60 Saturday. That's unbelievable. And at close to 70 on Sunday. So. That's going to be a pleasant change and, and not too soon for what it's been here compared to it's not anything like what you guys have been going through. But uh, at any rate, uh, everybody have a great weekend, and we'll see everybody next week. Are you going to leave it open? Yeah, yeah, the call will stay open, yes. But as far as the official thing, uh, that, will, uh, that will go. But, yeah, you can stay on and talk. And, Melinda, check that lead out, uh, Jim. Uh, Palmazano is telling you about. That's uh, definitely a good lead. So with that, we will see everybody uh, next week. Good night and be good night, well, Steve. all of you. Good night, Steve. Thank you. A-U-N, American Underground Network. Okay, everybody. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.